Hello and welcome to episode seven. Very special episode today. Super Bowl episode with your host, Albert Nava, Samuel Nava, and a very, very special guest, friend, family of the show. His name is Christopher Frazier. Welcome. Hey, thank you guys for having me on. Thank you. Thank you. Been been listening for the first couple of weeks and just had to had to get jump in and give my opinions. And you're coming from Alabama, am I right? You're coming from Alabama. Yes, yes, okay. yes. The great state of Alabama right now. Where Perfect. are you originally from, Chris? I'll, you know, just like you two, I'm originally from El Paso, Texas, born and raised. I uh, went to school up in New York, and now I find myself Next. down here in Alabama, uh, just uh, working, learning how to, you know, fly some helicopters. I, uh, I'm, with, I'm in the Army, so it's kind of my deal right now, but... If there's anything uh, about me that y'all need to know, is that I love some football and what we're about to get into today. Oh, yeah. Love to hear it. Love the enthusiasm. Super Bowl. It's finally here. It's tomorrow. It's a big game. It's a big game. Yeah, I know. At taping of this episode, it is exactly a little over 24 hours away from Glendale, Arizona State Farm Stadium. The Philadelphia Eagles go fly Eagles against the Kansas City Hail to the Chiefs. Or as I like to call them, the Queefs. Oh. <laughs> but that's a, first. that's a little biased, right? I'm a, well, everybody knows who I like. But um all all biased out the window as we mm-hmm. discuss this game. So first topic today, fellas. Probably gonna have some similar takes on this one. We're going to list the 10 best players in the game. I'm going to go ahead and go first with my 10. Okay. We're probably going to have the same. I'm going to say we're probably going to have the same three. Okay. My number one best player in the game tomorrow from both teams is going to be Patrick Mahomes, the reigning MVP. Yep. That, that's got to be a lock. Um, second is Travis Kelsey. Probably, arguably, one of the best tight ends ever. As of right now, the best tight end in the NFL. Um, fun fact, his brother's playing aside, uh, across the field from him, Jason Kelsey. Uh, the first ever brothers, like I've mentioned before, to play in a Super Bowl against each other, both on the offense. So are uh, both brothers in your list, or you're just mentioning that as a fun fact? Uh, they're actually both on my list, but... Oh, okay. Continue on, I'm sorry. Number also, three. sorry, Sam. Is this this is in order, correct? Number three. No, no, no. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Jason Kelsey is number nine. Sorry. Number nine. Oh, okay. Just under, okay. We got you. <laughs> so sorry, guys. This I, is my I, I, fun fact. That's a hashtag fun fact. This is my this is my age catching up to me, gentlemen. This is the most important players in this game, right? Yes. The best and not, most important, right? Not the season. Not the franchise. Come tomorrow. These are the players that you think are going to play a pivotal role in deciding who wins. Yes, <clears throat> definitely. Just wanted to give a little recap for those at home. Number three is Jalen Hurts, quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles, my fantasy football quarterback. So obviously, he's top three. Love Hurts. Chris Jones on the defense end. First defender off the board is Chris Jones from the Kansas City Chiefs. Great player. Scary player, man. I would hate to be tackled by him. Yeah, he's a big boy. Uh, number five is A.J. Brown from the Tennessee Titans. Great, great acquisition from the Philadelphia Eagles. Fun fact, A.J. Brown got a GM fired in Tennessee. <laughs> uh, Hassan Reddick, 
defensive player on the Eagle side. Great player. To be fair, AJ Brown didn't do it, but a decision involving AJ Brown got the GM fired. Yep. Okay. Trading basically your best playmaker other than Derrick Henry. It's gonna that's good. That's what's gonna happen. They're gonna fire you. And especially in an offense driven league like today's NFL. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh number six was it? One, two, three, four, five, six was Hassan Reddick. Seven is Lane Johnson, an offense uh offensive lineman for the Eagles. Uh, when he was hurt, actually during the season, you noticed right away the offensive line took a hit. Um, oh, yeah. The run game wasn't the same. Uh, it just looked very different without Lane Johnson. Lane Johnson is a very important part of this offensive line. Uh, next, I have Jason Kelsey. Jason Kelsey at number eight. Sorry. Uh, again, like I said, Travis Kelsey's brother. He's a center. Uh, another offensive lineman for the Eagles. Uh, they both went to Cincinnati, played together. Mm-hmm. Now they're playing against each other in the Super Bowl. Pretty cool. Bearcats. Number nine is Darius Slay. Oh, that's another a good great one. acquisition from the Lions. He was a he was a legend of that. He was a Detroit Lion. I did. And uh, Matt Patricia didn't like him. It was crazy. Bigger. Got traded to the Eagles and great great secondary, great cornerback. And I mean. I just love the way he plays, carries himself. He's a great, great player. Number 10, I'm going to say Frank Clark. Frank Clark and Chris Jones have a huge, a a lot of their play tomorrow, dealing dealing with that offensive line. If those two disrupt the offensive line, tomorrow can be a very close game and the key for the Chiefs winning the game tomorrow with that offensive line. Those are my top 10. Uh, we're gonna go my father first, and then we'll go to Frazier. Uh, go ahead, father. Your top ten, number one. So I don't, I don't think I have a full top ten, but I'm gonna go into who I think. There's gonna be some overlap. Obviously, the most <clears throat> important player in this game, from a legacy standpoint, <clears throat> excuse me, from a uh, expectation standpoint, is Mr. Patrick Mahomes. Uh, this man is has everything to win and everything to lose all at once. Um. So I, there's not much more that can be said. He's going into the game 100, not 100% healthy, but apparently he can do everything that's being asked of him regarding the playbook, according to Mr. Andy Reid. Um, another, uh, I want to say Travis Kelsey, but I'm going to go ahead and switch over to Juju Smith-Schuster. Again, like you said, important players, right? Yeah, so, important not players best players, but game. important players. Important player in this game. So I'm looking Only, at my dad crazy, like what? Because yeah, because <laughs> it's there's somebody that's going to have to step up because I have a feeling the Eagles have something up their sleeve for Kelsey. Why wouldn't? Oh they? yeah, right. I mean, even the brothers probably saying, "Hey, I mean, nobody's listened to Sam all year because Sam's like, why is he always open? I don't understand. Like, oh, there are teams that have been able to limit Kelsey." I know the Raiders did it the first time they met, even though I think he still caught like three touchdowns, but he only got like, <laughs> Oh my God. He, he only got like, he only got like 20 yards yeah. re- receiving. Right. So it was about time and place as far as the TDs, but still they did held, they did hold him. So I think the Eagles are going to focus on that and make them uh, use somebody else. So I think that's where Juju and possibly a player like MVS, but I'm going to trust, I'm going to go with Juju just because he is, the uh, I guess the big free agent signing that they did to mm-hmm. replace MVS coming off a big big AFC championship game too. Yes, I agree. The other guy I'd like to the spotlight is Mr. Um, man, 
Oh, are we thinking about the same player? Garrett McKinnon. Oh, we are not. That dude is just untackable. You're looking at me like he's still playing for the Chiefs, right? Uh, yes, he is. Is he hurt? Um, mm-hmm. He's not hurt. I just uh, I I've said it before. I I honestly don't like the Chiefs' run game. Uh, that's not their strength. It's not their strength. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say their best rusher tomorrow is gonna be Patrick Mahomes. Oh my God! And I think really, if that happens, he gets hurt. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't think he's no hurt. no Isaiah Pacheco love. Oh my god! I I say he gets fifty yards max. I don't, I don't think he's gonna go fifty. You know why I like McKinnon because he's dangerous out of the backfield. He he's a great catching running back. Yeah. Shifty, shifty as f. And he scored mm-hmm. like five touchdowns in the last six games. He was he was on a tear. He was uh, I think he was like last year's Amal Ross St. Brown in the fantasy play uh fantasy season. He was just like on fire every week. Uh, someone you really didn't draft really high and um. Kind of like look at he, he's not very uh nice to look at. What is it? What, what is that saying? Like uh, uh not, not a lot of flair. Yeah, not a lot of flair, but he he gets the job done. He is tough. Like my dad said, I agree. He's got a nice personality. He has a nice personality. <laughs> from Minnesota, he's pretty, he's pretty nice. I don't know if he's from Minnesota. He played on the Minnesota Vikings, played on the San Francisco 49ers, and now he's playing for the Chiefs. Go ahead, Dad. I'm so sorry to interrupt. No, no worries. So that was uh Mr. Jarek McKinnon. Man, so important. I'm forgetting his name. Number one. So I'm going to shift over to the Eagles. Uh, Jalen Hurts. The, From what I understand, the focus of the Chiefs is going to be make Jalen Hurts beat you. Because obviously the running game of the Philadelphia Eagles with Miles Sanders and um, Gainwell and Bart Scott, yeah, all those guys. It's, it's, it, they're, that, that offensive line is impressive. So I think the Chiefs are going to focus on the run and they're going to make Jalen Hurts beat them with his arm. So they're also going to do a good job of containing him. So that's going to allow him with some opportunities in the passing game. So that's Jalen Hurts. In combination with that, here comes Mr. A.J. Brown, the decision that got the GM from Tennessee fired. Number 11. Yes. A man of his stature, his physical strength, his size against this Chiefs secondary. I think he's going to expose that secondary, and I think that's where Jalen Hurts will succeed in the passing game. Did you know he went to school with DK Metcalf in college? Oh my God! Imagine having those two. Oh, they're uh, old. Yeah, they're Ole Miss teammates. Ole Miss teammates. Leave that. Having those two. God, man, crazy. Sorry, Dad. Go ahead. At the Ole Miss, I'm sure the Ole Miss cheerleaders know exactly who those two men are. Um, and lastly, I'm just going to – two things. And then I, I'm not going to name all the offensive starters, offensive line and defensive line, but the offensive line of the Chiefs is very important in this game against the defensive line of the Eagles. The defensive line of the Eagles has been completely unstoppable. I'm curious to see what they can do to hold them up and protect Patrick Mahomes and allow them to run the ball. Um, on the flip side, the offensive line of the Chiefs, are they going to be able to hold up that defensive line? And then finally – Two players that probably won't get in on any list, and I'm gonna go with both kickers. Oh my god, Harrison uh, Buckner. Well, who's the kicker of the Eagles? The kicker of the Eagles, and I'm cheating. So Harrison Buckner. Harrison Buckner and Mr. Wait for it. Wait for it. Jake Elliott. Jake Elliott. Only because I think this yep. being a close game, every extra point's gonna matter. Every field goal's gonna yep. matter, and it might come down to a kick from one of these gentlemen. Um, oh, and lastly, special mention, Mr. No one's talking about Mr. Dallas Goddard. Oh, the other oh, there we go. That's, that's the guy I thought love. you were going to talk about. Yep. I, I like that. You're right. In this game, he is the number, he's the second best tight end in the game, but 
Very crucial. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. would hate. I would hate to be this, the the Chiefs uh, defense to cover Devontae Smith, Heisman uh, Trophy winner, AJ Brown, mm-hmm. the monster that he is, and then Dallas Goddard. Yeah, the passing yep. game is very important in this game. And I'll, yeah, they got a swing yeah, over and have, Oh, okay. Now. Like all right, so okay, kind of so went. Frazier, your turn. Uh, <laughs> go crazy. My dad went crazy. You go crazy. All right, about to go crazy, stupid. No, but in the same vein as you were talking about, Sam, I kind of went uh, through a quick little list. And honestly, we all know, number one, it's got to be Patrick Mahomes. Like you were saying earlier, Albert, this game, it's this is, you know, legacy. Our is can we even mention Patrick Mahomes? Is it worth putting him in the same breath with guys like Tom Brady, Joe Montana today or tomorrow? We'll find out. And I think he's a big time player. Oh, I don't think I know. First Super Bowl, he absolutely balled out, beat the 49ers in a crazy comeback. Uh, Super Bowl two years ago against the Bucks, he was putting on a show literally hitting guys in the hands with the football who just refused to catch it. But that's my own bias. I've liked Patrick Mahomes for a while now, but going down, this was very, very difficult for me after number one, but I got to go with Chris Jones at number two. He is going to be the absolute focal point of this chief's defense tomorrow. And the defense is going to go as he goes if Chris Jones can get in there and disrupt not only Jalen Hurts, but any, you know, run pass options they got, that's going to be really important. And, you know, I I went ahead and put Lane Johnson at three just because of what you were saying earlier, Sam. This dude was having a absolutely crazy season. And when he was out, I believe the last two games of the season, uh, it was most notable, most noticeable when they were playing the Cowboys and Micah Parsons was just wreaking havoc. And he even said afterwards that the, uh, the game was not the same without Lane Johnson in it. So I got Lane Johnson at three because he is the absolute best offensive lineman that the Eagles got. And they're going to go as he goes. Uh, Number four, Travis Kelsey, probably the best tight end of our era, him and Gronk for right now. Uh, I agree with what you're saying though, Albert, I do think, they, there's there's not not going to be a plan for him tomorrow. He's not going to just going to be able to have his way. So while I think he's important, I think he's going to be important in the way of distraction more than anything. Um, going down number five, the quarterback from the other team, Mr. Jalen Hurts. Hurts. He. <laughs> <laughs> Why, guys, that, that's not a uh, a soundboard. That's my dad every single time. It's pretty. Uh, sounds it's pretty exact good, same. It's pretty good. No, no, it. He's he's electric. I'm only not adding just... to your content, Chris. I'm not trying to take away from it. I'm giving you. I'm giving you what you need. I'm supporting. Go, go, go. Uh, number five, Jalen Hurts, quarterback from the other team. He's gonna. It's all gonna depend on how he reacts to the pressure that the Chiefs are going to put on him. Like, I, I think you're 100% right. Whatever, they're going to make Jalen Hurts beat them and nobody else. Number five, Joe Dirt, Dallas gonna, Goddard. Chris, I'm going to pause you real quick. How, how mm-hmm. good does it feel for Jalen Hurts to lose his starting job at Alabama to Tua and Pam? Oh, to, to two, He's the first one to be in a Super Bowl. Oh, 
Man. I mean, not going to lie, seeing the interviews with him, I can definitely tell that he's a humble a guy. And he and the thing I love about Jalen Hurts the most, he is he's team first. And he could have been all ego at Alabama when he got benched for a, a freshman, but he wasn't. He was a good teammate. And so I think that's kind of like why these Eagles, especially all these veterans who have been in the league forever, kind of rally around this, what, third year starting quarterback who kind of just figured it out this season. Like that guy's a leader. That guy's a leader, no doubt. Agreed. Okay, back to your list. Sorry and then, and then not even to mention the uh, drama he had to do with Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts in his first season with Doug Peterson. Oh, yeah. Some controversy towards the end about who to star and Carson Wentz kind of like, you know, throwing a tantrum. So again, I, I I'm on your guys' side. What a guy, what an attitude, humble guy. Um, another fun fact, uh, fun fun fact. Fact. when he was drafted, he was number two mm-hmm. last year, uh, his number, his Jersey number. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then last year, Number one, I okay. At some point, he was number two, and then he changed it to number one because I think he was number. I think he was number two during the Last his year? rookie season. Because because I think like people made a joke like, oh, he's a num- number two quarterback, and then he changed it to number one because he's a number one quarterback. But yeah, go ahead. Sorry, that was my my fun fact. Go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead. All right, you're good. Uh, picking up, yeah, Dallas Goddard, Joe Dirt. Um, uh, for those who don't know, at the end of the episode, we're gonna have a little uh free free no gambling advice that i'll be giving out and let's just say dallas goddard is going to be a very important part of the game uh number seven i'm gonna go jason kelsey he is the second or third best offensive lineman on the eagles line which is saying a lot because he's all pro however his his like jalen hurts the leadership that he's about to command out of his team or like the respect and the how do i say he's gonna get the boys going so I think that has more of an effect than anything. Uh, and then eight through 10, we're kind of just like how I feel like these players could get, get a big one in a sense. So eight, AJ Brown, I can see him absolutely tearing up tomorrow, or I can actually just see him going for, you know, one reception, but it's a 56 yard touchdown. Um, nine, I had to give love to Isaiah Pacheco. He, I think, along with McKinnon, are the most electric players not named Mahomes and Kelsey on the other side of the ball. And finally, uh, I do love Devontae Smith, Heisman, Heisman winner. That's got to mean something. I think he's going to be important too. If not anything, he'll be a distraction. So that's my top 10 right there, most important players for tomorrow's game. Very nice. Loved it, uh, Frazier. I loved your explanations for each one. I agree. Uh, Unfortunately, the only one I disagree is the run game, but I mean – We'll see. We'll see. I'm excited. Yeah, um, we will see. Yeah. Are you talking about the Chiefs run game? Yeah, Isaiah Pacheco, Derek McKinnon. Don't forget, Clyde Edwards Alaire is activated tomorrow. He got activated. Oh. Successful or not, it's still a very important part of tomorrow's game, right? So very important, especially the if they're story could be, hey, they sucked. That's why they lost. Or the story could be, hey, the reason they won the Super Bowl is because of that running game. I, yeah. Speaking of the running game, I texted you last night, Melvin Gordon. Is a Kansas City Chief. Melvin Gordon is a Kansas City Chief. After he got cut by the Broncos. Yeah. So they got Gordon Alaire, who just got activated, Pacheco, and McKinnon. Well, I don't know if is is Melvin Gordon activated for tomorrow. I, I don't know if he is activated tomorrow, but yeah, that's crazy, huh? Four running backs. Four headed beast going in tomorrow. Fresh legs. 
Fresh legs. There you go. Fresh legs. <laughs> All right. Interesting. So uh, to move on, uh, real quick, uh, Fraser, you you did mention I, I heard you say that uh, Mahomes was electric, really good, and in his last past two Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I would have to disagree. I would disagree. Oh. Mahomes has only had one quarter, one good quarter in all the Super Bowl quarters he's played. He's played eight Super Bowl quarters. He's only had one good Super Bowl quarter. Oh, we're so, talking fourth quarter of San Fran game. Yeah. So as of right now, Patrick Mahomes is one and one in the Super Bowl. His completion percentage is 57.1. I think mm-hmm. the uh, league average is around 63, 64. So it's mm-hmm. below. Passing yards, 556. Uh, I believe he was losing in both games. Obviously, he had to throw a lot. Uh, two passing touchdowns, four interceptions, 62 rushing yards, one rushing touchdown, and seven sacks. So I know I put up my number one. I think tomorrow's a very important game for Patrick Mahomes, um, legacy-wise, like you, all of you guys said. But for him to show up, because I believe he is he, he will be the how do you say he, he'll be the reason the Chiefs win basically if he doesn't play good they have no chance it's all on Patrick Mahomes uh, and Andy Reid whatever Andy Reid has up his sleeve he's pretty tricky offensively so uh, I just wanted to put it out there I'm sorry Fraser. if you if you'd like to rebuttal you let me know but uh so I okay you you are actually 100% correct I'm not gonna you can't argue with stats sometimes but here's the thing I'll at least say. I just remember watching that Super Bowl against Tom Brady. And while the, the numbers were low and they were bad and he threw some picks, sometimes there's just something for actually – like when I was watching the game, he is out here. And if you go back and look at some of the highlights, the highlights are of him hitting guys in the hands and they're not catching the ball. There's one play where he's rolling out left – he hits Ty- Tyreek and it literally goes through his hands and into and into the like hands of a defender. I think it might have been uh, Shaq Barrett or something like that. But I think he needs I think he's going to be a playmaker. And I, I agree. How, I think he's going to make plays on his own. However, football team sport, it's going to be on the shoulders of guys like, you know, Travis Kelsey, Zaya Pacheco, Juju. Like it's it's unfortunately not a not a one man band show but we'll see I, but I do agree with you Sam he's he's not been he's not been Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl right but uh wouldn't I mean I wouldn't ever count Patrick Mahomes out in any game the team oh, no. 42 to 0 and I'm like no there's no chance oh yeah uh, okay there's so time. on some fun facts for you all real quick for those listening a lot of people don't watch football all year Thank God you have me because I watch football all year from preseason to the Super Bowl to the draft. I'm all there every day. So fun fact for you guys, Patrick Mahomes, one so is second. Sorry, what you're saying is with this information you're about to share, I could look like a man tomorrow at a Super Bowl party. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, oh, oh yeah. He knows the stuff. Like, wow. Yeah, you could really impress people. Okay. Oh, yeah. You want to ask me if I've played? Uh, people are going to be ask if you're an analyst of the game. Okay. Just the way you break it down. Or they would be like, this motherfucker got no life. He sits in front of the TV and watches football 24-7. What are those two things? If they're if they're at the, at the Super Bowl party tomorrow, they're doing the same thing you did all year. Okay. But they're just oh, yeah. All right. 
So fun fact for you guys, Patrick Mahomes just won his second MVP on Thursday, I believe. If he were to win tomorrow, he would have two Super Bowls and two MVPs in his six-season career so far. Tom Brady did that in 11 seasons. So he would ha- he would do it five years faster than Tom Brady, who we all think is the, dre- uh, the GOAT. So some pretty impressive stuff on the line. But unfortunately, winning the MVP before the Super Bowl isn't always the best thing. Nine yeah. of the last MVP winners to take their teams to the Super Bowl have lost since 1999. It's almost like the Heisman. Exactly. It's, yeah, I was just about to say, it's like the Heisman. It's like almost kind of a curse. It's no bueno. And then tomorrow, Super Bowl, the Chiefs will bring the Chiefs will be wearing white. Oh, that's a good one. Chiefs white is good. Wear white are 15 and 3 in the last 18 Super Bowls. The last time the Eagles were in the Super Bowl, they wore green and they won against Tom Brady, who wore white. The last the uh, first Super Bowl Patrick Mahomes won, he was wearing red. So some crazy st- to to some cool things to look at. Um, Weird thing is, can you wear white after Labor Day? Is that oh, is that a fashion? Is that, after or before? Is that the rule? Or it's before. It's before. You have to wear white before Labor Day. Yeah. Yeah. After. After. Okay. Yeah. Um, like I've said over and over, um, two brothers of the Super Bowl, Jason Kelsey, center of the Eagles, Travis Kelsey, tight end of the Chiefs, first brothers ever to play in the Super Bowl against each other, and Andy Reid, coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, also coached the Philadelphia Eagles in a Super Bowl against Tom Brady himself. Talk about Tom Brady a lot in this in this uh, history we're, we're talking about. And Tom Brady, I believe that was his second uh, ring, his second Super Bowl. Andy Reid, I know you mentioned it on a previous podcast, but he used to coach for the University of Texas at El Paso. He was on, I believe, Coach David Lee's staff back in the 80s. He was actually on the staff as the offensive coordinator, offensive line coach. I'm not, mis- I'm not, I'm not too sure, but he did help. Uh, a UTEP team get to their first bowl game in like forever. I believe that was 1988. Uh, and I don't know if you guys heard his presser. One of the questions about food. <laughs> got this from El Paso. He says, you have not eaten until you have had a chile relleno burrito. So I can imagine how he said relleno. 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 Last, last fun fact for me. Uh, Jason Kelsey, the center of the Philadelphia Eagles, his wife will be 38 pregnant, uh, 38 weeks pregnant. Oh, I heard about this one. will be at the game just in case she goes into labor. If she does, they have the kid. It will be forever. The Kelsey bowl, two Kelsey's playing against each other while one being born. Crazy stuff. That was very, uh, didn't, didn't that, didn't something happen last year with one of the, uh, was it Van Jefferson who had, a? Uh... Yes, yes. They won the Super Bowl, and then his wife went into labor. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. Ben Jefferson, uh, wide receiver for the Los Angeles Rams. I don't think he mm-hmm. played a lot this year. He's, uh, he's plagued with injuries, but I yes. I don't think great the Rams fact. played a lot this year either. Yeah, Matthew Stafford had like 16 billion injuries. But yes, oh. that will, uh, unless you guys have other fun facts, that will conclude the fun fact segment. Anyone? Anyone? Uh, I got a couple of fun facts pulled up. Um, these are all economic based, not related to the game at all, but I think they're fun. So we're going to talk about them. Uh, 
So the average cost of the ticket for the past five Super Bowls, we got any guesses? I know the Super Bowl right now, it's uh fudge. I don't know if this is gonna be crazy. Twenty I think for a ticket right now is like twenty three thousand. I'm going average fifteen K. I'm going eighteen. Wow. So apparently uh those are those are incorrect, but the average cost of the ticket for the pa- for the past five. So it wasn't necessarily this one. It, that might have been this this year's, but past five at least is is right above six thousand six thousand three hundred dollars. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Well, so I can buy two. Chump change. I, yeah, change. Yeah, I'm gonna go look at my couch real quick. Yeah, chump change. Yeah, you might. Yeah, you might be able to go tomorrow, Sam. Uh here's another one. So, how many Americans do you? think plan to watch the game at a bar or restaurant tomorrow not from the comfort of home but out in the wilderness i'm gonna go with a small number just because let's go 10 it's all right sam thousand two you say two thousand fifty oh no so you are both under apparently it's going to be around 17.8 million Americans will venture out into bars or restaurants to watch tomorrow, while 194 million will are expected to tune in tomorrow. That is insane. I uh, real quick before uh, we're well, well, while we're on this topic, a lot of people around the world always compare the World Cup to the Super Bowl and the viewership. I don't understand how they do that. Like you said, that big number, they're like, oh, there's like 4 billion people who watch the World Cup because it's the World Cup. World, world Cup, yep. This is world. Like, oh, my God. Sorry, my, my run rant today. So annoying when people mention that. Like, come on, come on. And you know? and it lasts two weeks. Super Bowl, that's one day. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But uh, sorry, go ahead with your facts. Um, Let me see what else I got up here. Those are those are the main ones. Uh. They got some cool ones. Uh, they say uh, apparently also that this uh, halftime show is potentially scheduled to be the longest running one so far with Rihanna. So what that tells me as a Riri fan is that we're getting Jay-Z and we're getting Umbrella at some point. I'm excited. So I'm excited too. Something I recently discovered according to the halftime show or anybody who performs a halftime show, Rihanna, for example – does not get paid a penny for playing this gig. Not oh, really? Paid, she has to front the cost of production and everything involved with the show. Uh, really? I thought they have a budget because I remember when the weekend went on, they went over budget. He had to pay two million dollars extra. I could be wrong, but I know they don't That's get paid. Crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, I. I mean, in a way, it makes sense. Oh, did you know that? Rihanna played the Sun Bowl yes! same show. Oh my, did you hear this for a yeah, 2006, yeah. I saw this the other day, yeah. 2006, hey, from small beginnings. Exactly. Andy Reid and Rihanna, started. there you go, uh, see? Yeah, if you want to get big, you start here. Ask Aaron Jones, ask Khalid. You're going to exchange yep. stories. Hey, coach. Remember? You remember me when I did the halftime show? The <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you, Frazier, for those uh, fun facts, beautiful fun facts. Mm-hmm. Uh, next we'll be going on to Super Bowl props. Yeah, we're gonna do rapid fire props here, Frazier. We're gonna go. My dad will go first. I will go second. You'll go last. Okay. Yeah. The prop, and he'll go first. And then we'll keep track of these selections, and then we'll see how we did on the next podcast. And we we'll yes. invite you back, Chris, for a Super Bowl recap. Recap. Here we go. Ready? That was good. 
How long will the national anthem be? Over two minutes and two seconds or under two minutes and two seconds? I say it's going to be over two minutes and two seconds. I say under. I say over. What will be the result of the coin toss? Heads or tails? I will say heads. Tails. Tails. Will the team that call the coin toss be correct? Ooh, I say one. no, just because I'm used to being a Raider fan and not winning one fucking coin toss all fucking season. If that's our, if not that that's our only problem. <laughs> I'm gonna say no too. Uh just 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 so we're all on the same page. Yeah, no, I don't want to get anybody else upset. Will the team that wins the coin toss win the game? I say I'm gonna go with yes. 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 What will be the first offensive play of the game? Run or pass? I'm going to go with, you know, I'm going to go with a run. Pass, for sure. I'm going to, I'm going, yep. I'm going play action, especially if it's Mahomes. I can definitely see them going play action. Will any team score more than 30 points? I say yes. Shoot out. Yes. Yes, as well. I think bare, barely, barely. I'm talking 31, 32, potentially. But yes, still over. Those two teams, which will score first? It's going to see it. Uh, I don't think either team. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Eagles. If the Eagles get the ball, they've scored 11 opening drive touchdowns. I'm going the Eagles. I also go the Eagles, and that also plays into the Patrick Mahomes comeback kid narrative, where as soon as he gets down, and we're and I know we're not into predictions yet, but would not be surprised if they get down 10 early and Patrick Mahomes starts going off. What's going to happen first in the game? A sack or a touchdown? I say a sack. Touchdown. Touchdown. How many songs by Rihanna will be played during the halftime show? Over nine and a half or under nine and a half? I'm going to go under nine and a half, even though you said it was going to be pretty long. Nine nine songs is a lot. I'm going over. I, I agree. I I agree. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Sam. You could go go. Um, I agree. I nine and a half is long. So I I think the songs themselves will be long. Like the production, the theater, if you will, will be will be very large, but not that's a lot. So under. 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 How many receiving yards or will Travis Kelsey have? Under 78.5 or over 78.5? Uh, I say under. I'm going to say under. He's going he's gonna to have like seven catches, though. It's four touchdowns. Yeah, I, I agree with the, that analysis, Sam. Kid's gonna, he's going to be – he's definitely going to go under. Probably have around five, six, seven catches for sure. A lot of targets. I'm going to go through these because there's too many. That's uh, too, it's too easy. What will be the jersey number of the player to score the last touchdown? Even or odd? I, I'm just going to take a wild guess to say odd. I'm going to say odd. I'm going to say the Eagles are going to – I'd say the Chiefs score the last touchdown because they're trailing. Uh, Travis Kelsey's 87. MVS, uh, I think he's 17. No, I don't know. Uh, 17. 17. Juju, 19. 9. 9. He's 9. Not 19. 9. So, nine. Uh, Jerick McKinnon's one. Patrick Mahomes, 15. 15. Yeah, I'm going odd for sure. Not to mention, I, I, I'm going to get a jersey numbers. There you go. What was yours, Frazier? 
Um, I odd odd. All right, and just for the last one, who will be the Super Bowl MVP? I'm going to the list, or you choose other: Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, AJ Brown, Travis Kelsey, Miles Sanders, Devonte Devonte Smith, Isaiah Pacheco, Chris Jones, or other. I say, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to roll with Jalen Hurts. I had the same Jalen Hurts. Oh wow, that's shocking. Because so, to, to me, I don't feel if if the Chiefs win, Patrick Mahomes is going to win it. I just I can't see it. I can't see them not winning and him not winning it. But if the Eagles win, I I think it might be a, a another player. Okay, other interesting. Other. All right, that wraps up the prop section. Uh, we'll go back and keep track of the props, and we'll see how we did. And Chris, I want to send you the full list of all thirty-seven props. Selections. Got it. Next, we'll move on to our predictions, okay? So next is our predictions for the game tomorrow. I will go first. I predict the Eagles are going to win. They're going to cover the spread. It's going to be a high-scoring game. I'm going to say 33-30. to 30. Eagles win. Um, the over is 50. 50... 51. 51. Definitely going to go over, and the Eagles are going to cover. All right. Eagles, I'm going to take the Eagles as well. Except I am actually going to pick them to win 35 to 28. They are going to blow through that minus one and a half spread, and it will go over the total of, I guess you have it at 51. I'm seeing an over of 50 and a half. So either way, Uh 51 points. You, Chris? Well, guys, this morning I picked up my uh, Magic 8-Ball and was asking it the same question, and it told me what was going to happen, told me how the future was going to happen. And unfortunately, sorry, comparatively to you guys, it's looking like the Chiefs are going to win 30-27. to 27. It is going to be a Eagles go out real, real quick, probably get a 3-14, 10-0, something like that lead. And mark my words, we're going to see some Mahomes magic and a Buckner, Buckner, Buckner field goal to win for the Chiefs. What was that score again? 30 to 27. So the Chiefs would cover and yeah, Chiefs would cover and it would go, it would not go over. The Chiefs would win outright. Chiefs went outright. Okay. Taking the dog, but I mean, it's a small dog, right? But. Yeah, I think it I think it'll be close ish. So we all pick the over and then you're taking the Chiefs flat out to win. You're not even gonna take the one and a half. So eh, one and a half. What are the chances? And the rest yeah. goes will be over. All right. Did you have any other um uh, investing advice in relation to this game? Ah, uh, oh yes. All right. So for entertainment purposes for- only. For entertainment purposes only, hypothetically speaking, um, some big plays that you should be looking out for today or tomorrow night is uh, actually kind of a, you know, we always hear about, you know, betting the full game, betting uh, second half, first half. But so right now, the over under for the first quarter is at is at nine and a half points. Wow. And both of these teams are top three Chiefs being one. 
Eagles being three in pace of play. So, you know, that's how quickly each play gets run. They're one and three when it comes to uh, first quarter scoring, Chiefs being one, Eagles being three. And their defenses just in the first quarter alone are, uh, I believe the Eagles are 15th in the NFL in first quarter defense. And the Chiefs are 30 or 30th, like bottom of the league. So, and I want to say they each or no, they do each average around, uh, uh, I think 6.7 respectively to the chiefs and uh, 5.8 points for the Eagles uh, in the first quarter. So nine and a half, I think that's got to be the absolute play of the game. Look for there to be some, hopefully for there to be some very quick, fast scoring, big plays coming out of the first quarter. So that's my biggest bet. I would say, to look out for tomorrow, nine over nine and a half points in the first quarter. I'm really curious Some, uh, about that number right before you move on, Chris. I guess are they assuming that? I mean, if the total is almost over fifty points, and they're only they're handicapping the line at ten points in the first quarter, and I'm noticing that the last two Super Bowls mm-hmm. have been exactly at ten points. Both ended at seven to three at the end of the first quarter. So that's an easy number to hit at nine and a half. Yep. Wow. Just saying. Okay. Just saying. If you for for any investors out there, that would be that would be it. That'd be one to 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 see. Uh some other ones I really like, like you said, I think the white jerseys thing is pretty hilarious. Um, but another big uh play, this would be a, a prop bet, if you will, are Dallas Goddard. He's at, in most books, he's at either four, four and a half receptions. Uh, It's looking like, uh, I forget what the stat was on it, but when the Chiefs go man defense, they're actually pretty good at covering uh, uh, ones and twos. However, where they do struggle in is defending tight ends. So I can see, I can see them being extremely focused with trying to keep Devontae Smith and um, Devontae Smith, AJ Brown, and the run game in total as a whole in check. So I can see Dallas Goddard slipping through the cracks, getting, I believe he's also at 47 and a half yards for the game. So those would be my two picks over for the first quarter. And any Dallas Goddard, whether that be receptions at four and a half or yards at 47 over very interesting and to tag along to your stat the kansas city chiefs were in the bottom third of the league in allowing production from the tight end position oh yeah see there you go even even more so yeah so there's some opportunities there what else you got what else what else what else can i put my 401k on chris um another interesting thing i think is if you look at like like we were talking earlier when it comes to the line itself uh what the spread is what one and a half one but i think uh, the the smart better and i'm not a smart better so that's why i predicted the chiefs to win but the smart better i think does take the uh chiefs or does take the eagles to win take takes the spread that's they got the more dominant run game they make the most sense on paper. They have the best offensive and arguably defensive line. I, Eagles at one and a half. That that seems like a pretty pretty safe bet in in the in the investing world, if you will. So 
I think the Patrick I would say that's a pretty. I think the Patrick Mahomes factor is what's what's yeah. Uh, that's that's what's keeping everything close. But um, I I agree. I if if I were an investor, I would go with the the Eagles at one and a half. But um, some other selection is the the Chiefs. Yeah, so that's a personal thing, just from being a Cowboys fan. You know, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta root for, I gotta root for Patrick Mahomes. Okay. I I know Sam is very uh, passionate about his uh, his uh, how do I say this? Uh, maybe his disdain for Patrick Mahomes, but I I I'll be the Patrick Mahomes fanboy for the show. I'll wear that hat proudly, okay. um, to counter Sam, but uh. I really like him, and I—I I don't know, man. I just—I I can't can't root for him. Can't root for the enemy on this one. So you're playing the role of Jackson Mahomes, his brother, his little. Oh, brother. Yeah. yes. If yes, I will be playing, and his and his wife. I will try to be as annoyingly supportive as possible. Actually, that should be a cool prop. Over under, how many times the camera pans to his uh. Wife and brother. Yeah. That'd be a good one. And you know what? I haven't seen his brother once in any Yeah, because he, he, he got a stern talking to last season. That's probably what happened. Yeah. Him and the wife. Him, yep. Yeah. Him and the wife. I don't know but... how he pulled that off, but he did it. More <laughs> powerful. Actually, also, fun, funner fact, if you will. Uh, like you said earlier, Sam, um, Mrs. Kelsey, the wife of... Jason Kelsey, she's pregnant at 38 weeks. She's bringing the OBGYN to the game. Uh, Brittany Mahomes is also, I want to say, uh, decently pregnant, like maybe four or five months. So, interesting. Where do all these players have find the time to make babies, bro? Hey, I mean, offseason rolls around nine months later. I mean, the math can kind of check out somewhat. I guess. Man, these guys scoring on the field and off. Hey, that's that's the life of the NFL, NFL players right there. All right, Chris, uh, unless you have anything else, any more investment advice? No, I think that's it for me. I don't want to give out anything that's going to actually ruin lives. So, <laughs> OK, well, well, what I want to do, though, is we'll keep track of those of those tips of those uh, of those investments. And when we mm-hmm. follow up with you again, we'll see how they result. Um, yep. Who knows? You might might have to start your own gambling podcast at some point, depending on how hey. those- I might, I might, I might be able to branch off of, uh, of cool guys with hot takes, and I can, yeah. do, you know, hot guys with good investment or cool guys with good investing advice. A hot guy sounds good too. Hot guys, yeah, that. <laughs> but um, very attractive man. And we'll go, and then we'll go through the props, see what we pick, and then I'll send you that link. Um, and I'll probably provide a link to the actual prop sheet on the podcast description. Um, mm-hmm. That'll be it. Tomorrow is the big game. Chris, you did amazing. Um, hey, thank you guys for having me on. You know, it's, uh, Sam told me really early on that he wanted to do this, and I, it's awesome, and it's been being real good, and I'm hopefully I can come back soon and talk to you guys about Super Bowl outcomes, man. Yes, sir. We'll see you on the other side. Enjoy the game tomorrow. Have fun. Be safe. Hey, of course, of course. You too. Uh, be safe. Have fun. Hey, go, go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Fly, Eagles, fly. <laughs>